everyone, you are listening to Skip Intro. I'm Lee Chui Lin in the studio with me today, Ian McNally and Bahi Yusuf. Uh, we are talking about this film. Are your voices in the sewer? You know, from the drain. What kind of voices? It's like a... Like a clown. <laughs> we thought we stopped it back then, but we didn't. For 27 years, I dreamed of you. Georgie? Hello. That's right. It is my personal nightmare, It Chapter 2, because once wasn't enough. Um, so in case you missed it, this is the follow-up to when was the first one Two out? years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, right. And when we all ago. saw um, a snack of a Skarsgård transformed into a horror of a clown. So yeah. um, it's it's continuing because, of course, we've got the kids going into adulthood. Um, is that where we find ourselves at the start yeah, of this? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. But buckle in first because... This review is going to be two hours long because the movie's over two hours long. The movie was two and two forty-five. I, I will walk out two forty-five. <laughs> so including ads, it's a three-hour session. Yeah. So plan ahead. Actually, you know what? Can we just leap ahead before, before we get to the <laughs> yeah. meat of this? No, and I just want to know, was it worth it? Because I think that's the main thing people want to know when you have a very long film. Yeah. Mm, mm, worth mm. it or not worth it? Worth it. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go. Okay. Uh, so twenty. It's now twenty-seven years. So it's it's a, it's a period piece. It's set in two thousand sixteen. Apparently. Really? Yeah, because the original was 89. Oh, math. Okay. So it's 27 years after the Losers Club thought they thought they defeated Pennywise. Sorry, spoilers for chapter one. Uh, grown-up Mike Hanlon summons Bev, Bill, Richie, Ben, Eddie, and Stan back to Maine, Derry in Maine. It turns out Pennywise's influence on the town is a lot weirder than they thought back in the day as everyone grew up and everyone who left the town forgot. Mm. They, they actually don't even remember where they're from almost. Yeah. And it's only with the involvement of Mike that memories start resurfacing and they remember who Pennywise is and they realize they have to come back because it has come back. Yeah. Um, I. Mm, <laughs> it's a horror, so, uh, but I really like this. Okay. I, and I've always, had a th- I've always had a thing for and against the It movies. I mean... The originals scared me till death. Part I, one or part two included? Both. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't shower, you know. Yeah, you me too. Could have taken, you know, you, yep, yep. I don't I don't trust bathtubs. Yeah, no showers, no gyms, yeah, um, yeah, no yeah. drains. Red balloons. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, right? Mm. And and I think I wouldn't say any of that I don't know if the magic is lost in this in this new retelling, but or maybe I'm just older, which could be it. But I didn't find it as scary. Like, I'm not going home afraid of the clown. But mm. at the same time, I enjoyed myself in this film. I think at the end of the film, we were talking with a mutual friend about how that movie felt long. And, all that, and I didn't feel long. It didn't yeah. feel long. It was three hours long. But I wasn't at any time really going, oh, I wonder what time, how much longer do we have to go? I wasn't thinking that. I was fully engrossed. And at the end of it, I realized it's 3 p.m. And it's, I wish I had, yeah. It's like I say about Ultron. You don't mind hanging out with these people because they're entertaining to hang out with. And we talked after the screening directly about like, what could you cut? Yeah. And it's like, you could trim, but but everything supports it. This On the scariness front, I think the first one as well, there were moments of bizarre imagery. They didn't do jump scares. Yes. They didn't really do like overwhelming dread. Yep. 
Um, but there was some really arresting imagery. I'm thinking mm. uh, there was something to do with the projector. I think it was where the camera was shaking in time with Pennywise. Yes. And there's a load of images like that that kind of stuck in my head that mm. were creepy but not scary. Mm. I think with the second one, they've taken that and amped it up. Yep. I think uh, the director has decided that like it's it chapter two but it feels like It Chapter 9. It feels like this is actually the end of the Skywalker saga. Like yeah. they, they basically throw everything they have yeah. into it as if they're never going to get another chance. And and I appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's more subtle chills. Mm. The first time when the Losers Club comes back together and they're talking and they're reminiscing and they're having a great time and then Mike starts to remind them about things they might have forgotten because there's actually events from the p- first movie that they've forgotten as well. Mm. That happened after the confrontation with yep. it. I mean, while we're talking about subtlety, um, so I've seen I've, I've seen all the it's up until this one. Um, okay. Not always um, because I wanted to, but mm. you know, things <laughs> Did somebody happen. tie you down or Think, what? I was in a plane. Oh, I was okay. in a plane. And so anyway. It, it happens? It, it's just, okay. The point is, I've read the book. Um, I've seen everything. So um, firstly, I think the length is interesting because the book is a brick. Mm. It's really ah, huge. Yeah. So um, it's understandable that it's difficult to cut. But on that point about subtlety, um, I think it has never really been about the clown. I mean, it's misleading because yeah. because the clown is such a big thing, but it is actually about the darkness underneath. It's about mm. the fears that you have. It's you know, it, it's it's about it's about the darkness living within us all. So it's the speak. manifestation of that, right? Pretty much, yeah. and um, and so the adult losers um, in the book were very sad. They were a very sad bunch. Like mm. a lot of things have happened. Um, adulthood has happened. You know, yeah. they've suffered through many things. And I'm just curious whether uh, that is part of what gets explored in the film, like this, the essential sadness of growing up. Not really, I think. Uh, no, because I think, I mean, barring maybe one or two, I think they're all pretty much... Look, they're, they're all alive. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I don't think they're all... They don't come out of it roses but you don't feel sad they don't feel like sad disappointed people and i and that to me was interesting it's mike's mike's voiceover kind of ties things together and there's, i think it's his voiceover at the beginning that talks a lot about it isn't about the, the clown it's about memories and about good memories and bad memories and how we hold on to some and forget about others and it's different for different people mm. and about how could sometimes i come with the line i think i wrote it down but it was something about sometimes sometimes we are the memory we want to forget mm. and there is like particularly when it comes to beverly there's elements of her past that she can't escape yeah um the other characters some of them seem to have moved on some of them haven't but it still imp- it impacted them in ways yeah. that they could never imagine so they do have that thread running through it and you know um bill hader's got a great line where he sees like some of them growing up he's like wow you guys are great what the hell happened to me like you yeah. know there is that idea of growing up and growing older but to, to back to that subtlety point as well where they're all just sitting around the table and mike brings up pennywise I got chills. Like yeah. just, it's just a series of close-ups on people's faces, but the reactions, because they're all great actors. Yeah, I was going to say it's a great cast. It's a yes. great mm. cast. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was interesting. I like the fact that they played around with this idea of, and and whether it's a magical thing. And I, I like, that. that's what I like about it, right? There's a magical element that the further you get away from Derry, both in location and time, you start to forget more and more about what happened to Derry. But at the same time, it's also that thing of you're running away from your past. Right? Yeah. And that duality is quite interesting. But also, I like how as they come back to Derry and as they speak to Mike, they keep remembering these things. Slowly, it sort of comes back. Slowly, it starts to affect them. 
and slowly they all realize they just want to get out of Dodge and just bounce. Well, we're talking about memory. Um, do you need to watch the first film? Like, is it important? Not in general. Uh, I think in general, probably. I didn't. You didn't either, right? No. I would recommend it, though. I forgot uh, who Stan was. Yeah. Like, the, it was like, there's yeah, an yeah, extra yeah. two kids I didn't remember yeah. <laughs> going in. And there was, I think... It rewards it if you watch yes, it again. Yes, I think I think it rewards it. I don't think it's vital because they do a lot of flashbacks. They do yeah. draw back, like, oh right, this is that kid that happened. You know, Bill Hader's playing that kid, and this yeah. has happened to him. I mean, it's pretty obvious with Richie, but you're not sure about some of the other ones. Yes, yeah. yeah, but I think they do they do the flashbacks thing, and I think that that helps. But you're right, it rewards it if you do watch it. I don't think it's vital. Yeah. All right, so overall, then satisfying um, and scary enough. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think yeah. yeah. I got uh, I, there's more. I got more chills at other points in it, and it was again just some weird Pennywise imagery. Mrs. Kirsch, mm. there's just this thing that happens. That was pretty cool. That was like it was unexpected for yeah. this movie. That you're, I'm expecting scary clowns. I'm not expecting this other thing. Yeah, and that was freaky. Yeah. Um, but it's just every moment is kind of enjoyable. Bill Hader's getting a lot of plaudits from the US uh, from the early reviews for his role, but playing grown up jokey Finn Wolfhard is like. There's nothing you can't hear. He's got. He's given nothing but good material. Yeah, but I also think that you can see how how jokey, that, yeah. insulting Finn Wolfhard can grow up to become, you know, Bill Hader. But I right. think the casting of James Ransone as Eddie. So Eddie was like the kid with the broken arm and the yep. kind of speaking 100 miles an hour and always getting picked on. Yeah, is amazing. Yeah, that yeah. guy just looks like him and yeah. acts like him, and he's it's fantastic. So staying with these characters, it's enjoyable to be with them. I will take all of these thoughts under advisement and make a Come careful on. consideration about whether or Come not. On. No, like, <laughs> by how dare you? Hey, you were equally if, scarred if by, you know, your I childhood. I was able to get through this. You can do it too. Look, I think it's enjoyable. I Come think, on, Lynn. We all float down here. No, it's... it's <laughs> oh, God, don't do that. It's It's scary, yes, but it's satisfying. I think it's... In a lot of ways, it's cathartic. It's the closing of the book, right? It's mm. at the end of... It one, you still you know that there's it too, so there's that thing haunting you at the back. But yeah. at this mo- at the end of this one, you know it's done. It's a great ending to it. The book's closed. It's great long ending to it. Great long ending to it. But yeah. Under advisement. Okay. Thank you both. Um, so we've been talking about It Chapter 2. Um, up next, we're going to talk about the experience of actually watching the film. If you've ever bought tickets for uh, a cinema that said anything other than cinema, you know, if it had alphabets behind it, if it had 3D, if it had whatever else, we want to know, um, have you enjoyed that experience? Um, and by the way, do you like It? Do you like Clowns? Is this a thing you're going to watch? Let us know. You can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. You can tweet us at Skip Intro and why, if you have longer thoughts, write to us at movies at bfm.my. Because freedom matters. BFM 89.9. Hello, you are listening to Skip Intro with Lynn, Ian and Bahe. Uh, earlier, the guys reviewed It Chapter 2. Um, so if you missed that, you can catch that on podcast, uh, which again, gentle plug, you can find that on our website or our app. Um, now, moving on, you guys wanted to talk a little bit about the experience itself, right? Um, why is that? So GSC invited us to their Screen X experience for uh, It Chapter 2. And they've had this, this has been open for a while. I think this is yeah. a kind of a, they've had the soft launch. Yeah, I think this is like the official unveiling maybe. And what it is, is they have one projector facing the screen in front of you. And then they have projectors mounted to the roof above you that project on the walls to your left and right. For what they're saying is basically 270 degrees, degrees yeah. of immersion in the movie. Now, 
I've heard about this. I think there's one, there's a couple in LA. This is the only one, as far as I know, that's in Malaysia. Um, I haven't heard great things with what they put on those side screens. And ScreenX's own promotional material they give you while you're mm. watching before the movie started was not great. Remember those old THX logos where the car flies around something yeah, and you get yeah. the noise? And they're always like second-rate CGI animation. That's the thing. I'm trying to understand what what this would be like. So the demos they gave us was like a London street and a little girl imagining things, but the sides didn't match yeah. with the front. Yeah. Which was like worrying because it's slightly distance orienting. Like if you see, if it's a pan around, if, if you imagine a crossroads, the windows on the buildings don't match in the corner. You know what I mean? Right. Sli- and like they were quite off mm. in this demo reel. Mm. So I was a little bit worried when we went into watching the film. When the film started, uh, I think while well, the title plays in the front, Pennywise was on the sides. Was he? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. So that was pretty subtle. Okay. Uh, but they did say like nothing is going to appear on the sides that you would expect to see in the movie. Yeah. But I was expecting some weird like just um, mood gimmicky kind stuff, of gimmicky yeah. stuff. But actually in scenes, it actually wraps. Mm. Like they've, they've, they've shot the extra footage from the movie so yeah. that um, – when you're in a library, you can see the bookcases they, yeah. and they actually do match all yep. the way around. Yep. Or if you're down a tunnel, you can see the sides of the tunnel. So um, does it matter where you sit then? I mean, because I, I'm imagining that if it's going to wrap, yeah. right, then the people who are sitting right at the edges of yeah, the screen... Yeah, you're going to miss out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, Unless you, so, or you get a creak in your neck. Yeah. Right. Because we were sitting sort of... Slightly to the left. Yeah, center of the rows, but slightly to the left. Um and it kind of worked. Um, mm. Not like for me. Look, I'm I wear glasses. I can't stand 3D because it doesn't work with my glasses on my face. Um, I get disoriented pretty easily in the sense that I can't read in cars and stuff like that. And during the promo reels in the beginning, I was getting a massive migraine. Yeah, it was not working mm. right. Um, as Ian was saying, the the wrap around yeah, but the wrap but also just like the wrap around streets were at the wrong angle. Yeah, so they weren't flat to to they weren't flat to me. They were sort of angled, and I I don't know if that was just like a settings thing or whatever. But when the film started out, it worked really well. But again, it's just I don't know if it's I don't even I don't even know if it's mood setting. It just feels gimmicky. I'm curious to know whether you think certain movies would would um, benefit from this a little bit more because I was thinking that um, my first ever IMAX film uh, was a Bond film, mm. um, oh. and it was which one was it? It might have been Spectre, um, and so so you've got that great carnival scene at the start, you um, know? Yeah. and yeah. so that really worked. Yeah. Like yeah. like I don't think that I would have appreciated the IMAX as much if I'd just gone in for I don't know like like a a family-based drama in a house, you know? So I'm curious whether there are certain movies that are going to work better. Something that worked incredibly well for this is there's a scene that's set in a school bathroom stall. Mm. Do you look at the walls? Mm. Yeah. Um, So one character is like in a vision trapped in this kind of like awful school bathroom bathroom stall. stall. Yeah. There's There's graffiti on the walls on the side. Yeah. So when you see their shot, like it actually, it wraps perfectly. So you're there in that grotty little toilet stall with them. The, the, the screens at the side faded out at certain points where I didn't notice and it's just mm. like you're totally concentrated on the screen mm. and right when they come up is almost like a ding, 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 something scary is going to come out. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it worked really well for this. I've, unfortunately, today I think is the day they're ending. They have been showing Spider-Man Far From Home, Captain Marvel, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Annabelle Comes Home and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. So, I don't know if every one of those provides the same amount of immersion that this does. This worked, I thought, pretty well i mean for me i think what what's key here is that it is done 
I, I'll need to look this up, but it may have been done in conjunction with the filmmakers. Yeah. So it's not stuff... The, the image isn't blown up to fit the corners. It feels like they either shot it in wide-angle lens or or basically they take the 270 degrees into account. Mm. For example, there was one shot where the group were sort of holding hands together in a like a you know kumbaya thing in a circle and it, and it, it it wrapped perfectly yeah so when their elbows were going so, to the right places yeah, so, so when you're looking at the person in the center screen you see the other two people around that person on the left and right it's gimmicky i can't say it's something i will go for again but it, it depends on the film if they tell me if the promotion material specifically says oh shot specifically for 270 degrees like yeah i'll check it out but i'd be interested feels, to yeah. see what spiderman does with it I'm interested in see what uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is yeah. because mm. other than all that talking stuff in rooms like that concert stuff would have mm. been amazing. Can I just say that everything all the scenes that you've described from the movie makes me not want to see this film because oh, okay. I know the scenes and I'm not I'm not <laughs> no <laughs> holding on. hands circle holding hands in it is never it's a good idea. Kumbaya they were happy. <laughs> Maybe at the start. <laughs> yeah. Um, For a time. Yeah. So okay so we're not I think this isn't kind of um living in isolation, right? The idea that when we go... I, I guess since more of us are staying at home now, cinemas are trying more things to, yeah. to get us to go out. Um, generally speaking, do you guys go for those screenings? Because I tend to kind of go either for the cheapest ticket, yeah. you know, just <laughs> yeah. whatever is the cheapest yeah. is, is what I'll go for. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, so it's convenience for me. And at most, um, if I think that it's a particularly great actioner or if it's, you know... Uh, a war film or a space film or you know mm. something like that then then I might opt for plus plus mm. but if not I tend to just whatever for me I for me it's IMAX like IMAX is the I want to say the gold standard it's but special it, it's special right yeah. you want to see Dunkirk in IMAX you yes. want to see um, Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy you want to see Gravity in, in IMAX yeah You don't really want to watch Stuber in IMAX, you know. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't, don't really need, want Stuber again, I please. I don't need twenty foot Dave Bautista. Okay, yeah. so and I think that's the thing. You have to go in with ex not expectations, but you have to make an educated decision about it. Avatar, sure, knock yourself out, watch it in 3D. Mm. And again. You know, and still the four best, Christmases, 3D, the best, you don't the best 3D moment in that is at the beginning where he's floating in space and there's a drop water droplet. All the jungle stuff is just like, wow, you gave me depth. Yeah. I don't care about depth. Yeah. I'm looking at the foreground. Yeah, so it's still very gimmicky, and I think whether or not they 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 key that in, I think is what's important. And I think what like for example, something we didn't get here was the Hobbit in 48 frames or second. Didn't we? I think they showed it once. Or Did they show it they once show or twice? One or two places yeah, I think it. maybe that again. It becomes a gimmick, right? But it. Has has to be in line with the, uh, the the director's vision. Peter Jackson wanted to shoot The Hobbit in 48 frames. Sure, that's how he demanded you watch it. Dunkirk shot 70mm, watch it in IMAX. Mm. But, you know, everything else, just like, I don't know, make a decision yourself, I guess. But 48 frames per second looked weird, right? It does Because your weird. mind yeah. is just used yeah. to the 25. It's used to the 25, yeah. And I'm pretty much a purist. I won't even, like, when we were given the opportunity to sit in the 3D box seats at press screenings, no, I always sit ahead of that yeah. because it's just like, I don't want the chair to move. Yeah. But I'm, I've heard stories of, like, For example, the Fast and Furious series. I'm look. It feels the like burning rubber in the 40x. The burning, yeah, so the smell of the burning rubber. They start. They pipe that in. So I think I can't remember what movie that was. They piped in like water in your face. Yeah, I don't want to get sprayed in the face with water. Yeah, but it, it feels like a riot, right? I, yeah. I, I don't want to watch it. I don't want that experience the first time I watch a movie, but maybe the second time for kicks, you know, for yeah. giggles, I'll do that. I think 
that's like a good birthday party thing. You know, like yeah. where you go and you expect to like laugh and shout or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like a, I'm going to sit there quietly and appreciate. Yeah. Like, like it's yeah. not that kind it's of experience. Like it's good, yeah. like, I mean, my notes are already bad enough taking them in the dark. I don't want them when the chair is moving around. Yeah, I've got water not. spread yeah. in my face. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we have been talking about both It Chapter 2 as well as the experience of watching it on Screen X. Um, and, you know, just all the other extra plus plus add-ons that you're able to get nowadays in cinemas um, so we'd like to know how do you feel about creepy clowns how do you feel about cinemas um, you know with chairs moving with enhanced sound with IMAX screens do you prefer those sorts of screenings tell us uh, WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 tweet us at skipintramy and write us at movies at bfm.my <laughs> <laughs> 